Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Kyle and Jen, estranged siblings, travel from New York City to rural Pennsylvania to pack up the home of their recently deceased mother. While there, they inadvertently make a shocking discovery that turns their world upside down. A serious movie about life that collides into a funny movie about death. Picture of You is a story about loss, family, secrets, making up, and moving on. Uh, we're joined today by the writer and director of A Picture of You, J.P. Chan. J.P., welcome to film school. Thank you. Well, I, I guess the obvious question, J.P., is where did the story come from for A Picture of You? Uh, well, I have to say right off the bat, uh, this story is not autobiographical. Uh, there are some elements in it. I don't want to spoil it for your uh, listeners. Uh, that yeah. definitely did not happen. Uh, but having said that... Um, because the, the story does go into kind of a crazy place. Yeah. Uh, but having said that, it's emotionally uh, based on uh, my experiences, uh, you know, grieving for my mother when she passed uh, six years ago and how it changed the family dynamic and thinking about uh, how she was so much more of a person uh, than just my mom uh, and just kind of contemplating kind of the, frankly, the awesomeness of that, that uh, there were all these sides to her that I would never know fully uh, and uh, wanting to explore those ideas in a uh, in the film yeah and I like the uh, you know the fact that uh, in reading reading some of the material about it you know she was a a wife she was a, a, a sister uh, it, it, there's all these different roles in 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 the lives of other people besides the fact that she was your mom and I don't think we often consider that and I think that's really one of the great strengths of your film is that it it really puts that in a perspective for a lot of us uh, to look at it that way. Mm, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was a process that I kind of personally had to go through, and it was you know frankly kind of about growing up really in that way, you know, and understanding people, uh, you know, to be more than what they are to you, uh, you know, and to kind of contemplate them in all their dimensions. So I, I touched on the the broad strokes of what this film is about, the storyline, but l- let's get into a little more specifics. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and Jen. Uh, are driving to their mom's residence in Pennsylvania um, to clean up, to basically to take care of uh, the what's left of uh, of her uh, belongings, uh, pack them up and do whatever they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that van ride, that initial van ride at the beginning of the film, um, there are some family dynamics in play. Talk to us a little bit about that progression of this story. What 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 really gets us into the story here? Well, um, we, we start off the story with a uh, sort of a sort of a short, I guess you would say it's a montage, uh, mm-hmm. where you hear a, a man's voice, you find out later it's the brother, and he's reading a poem yeah. uh, to his mother, uh, and then you see some scenes from her life. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, just, a, you know, the first minute of the film, but you kind of get an arc of, you know, who she was, some glimpses of who she was, and then you get the sense that she's no longer here. Um, and then we go into sort of an, an, uh, an opening sort of musical sort of introduction, and you see the uh, brother and sister driving out from New York City through New Jersey uh, to rural Pennsylvania, where they eventually wind up at the house that uh, she retired to and that they were there to pack up. And um, there's no, uh, you know, the, 
there's no dialogue in that scene. It's a few minutes long uh, to this song, and you just see a brother and sister on a road trip that, you know, neither of them wants to take. Uh, and you, you, I think you get some sense of how they are to each other. Yeah, yeah, the the dynamics are pretty well in place in the first couple of minutes. The um, they uh, Jen and uh, Kyle are are obviously have not spent a lot of time uh, around each other, and I think a key a, a key to this story is that during the mom's uh, illness, Jen did not spend an awful lot of time around her. Kyle, the, the son, took care of her. Mm-hmm. And it seems, and uh, so that's really certainly fueling a lot of uh, this undercurrent of hostility between the two of them, and and I'd say, is for for the sake of the audience who are going to go see this, there there's a good section of the film, uh, the first part certainly, there's a lot of sort of dramatic undercurrent in it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that's under and that's certainly that that relationship between Jen and Kyle. Um, well, and then, and then the film takes, <laughs> takes, so that's what, again, one of the things about a picture of you is it goes for, it goes back and forth, but it never feels inappropriate in, in the way that it takes the turns that it does. Uh, was that conscious be, I mean, that you certainly wrote it, but I, it was a conscious, you were really looking for, for that kind of a, I'll, I wouldn't call it exactly a roller coaster, but it's certainly a, a, you know, an interesting turn in the film where you, you were looking for that when you were writing it, right? Yes, no, absolutely. That was very much literally by design. Um, uh, I wanted the film's structure and feel to be uh, representative of what the characters were going through emotionally. So um, they, you know, the the grieving process for those of you who've been through it, um, it's not, uh, at least in my experience, uh, you know, a twenty four seven sort of crying, you know sad fest because someone left you. It's actually much, much more bewildering and confusing uh, and dynamic than that. You are crying one moment and then, you know, you're laughing, you know, uproariously, you know, thinking about these moments that you had with the person uh, that is now gone. And so it was trying to capture that feel, which I, I kind of hadn't seen in film too many times of, you know, trying these wildly uh, swinging tones and moods that, you know, are, are, which is what you go through when, you know, someone you love is gone, yeah. you know. So I was trying to capture that. And uh, that's, that is absolutely much more an accurate portrayal of, you're, you're right, I mean, oftentimes in films it's, the, you know, this extended, you know, 90 minutes of un, unrelenting sadness and grief, but in fact, you're absolutely right, the, uh, these twists and turns that, that uh, uh, the death of someone close to us takes us through are, are, are much more appropriate to, to uh, you have to have levity to get through these kind of things. Um, so there has to be. Well, um, so, um, it, again, I know I also want to let me remind our listeners that we're speaking with uh, J.P. Chan. The film is a picture of you. It is opening. It is opened, actually, uh, at the uh, Lemley um, Pasadena Playhouse. I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. also in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Now, are you in town to uh, for a uh, for the screening in Pasadena? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we had our first uh, day of screenings yesterday, and I'm here all weekend uh, to do Q and A's. I flew in from New York just to be uh, 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 with the uh, Pasadena audience this weekend. Fantastic! And and I while we're on the subject of openings and where you're going to be, you're going to be there for the screening ton- tonight. That would be Saturday night. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, what time? What are you screening? Uh, I'm actually, uh, today, Saturday, I'm at the 120 uh, matinee and also the 720 evening show. And I will be at the 120 matinee tomorrow, Sunday, the 14th. And I also want to let our listeners know that if you go go online to check it out, it's uh, A-P-O-Y film. That would be a picture of you. But A-P-O-U, oh, let me start over, A-P-O-Y film.com. You can find out more about screenings. And also check out the reviews. I mean, the reviews on the film have been just fantastic. New York Times critics pick from, uh, from uh, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, Hollywood Reporter, Variety, Roger Ebert, uh, The Huffington Post, all of them have given you glowing reviews for a picture of you. What did that feel like when you started seeing these reviews come in? Oh, it was uh, just wonderful. I mean, it really exceeded our best hopes for, you know, what the critical response might be. Um, I mean, a small film like ours, you know, we're a micro-budget film. We really have no money to sort of get the word out to people. So obviously the reviews that we get are so much a part of how our film will, you know, eventually get to an audience. So we're, we're super grateful that all these writers that we respect and these publications that we love, you know, responded well to the film. Yeah, and again, I mean, these are just, you know, these are very solid reviews of, uh, of, of the work you've done here. I also want to let our listeners know that um, in October, uh, a picture of you will be available on uh, video on demand. That's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And um, tell me, uh, the, 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 one, of the, one of the, obviously the key to any, the success of any film is uh, casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me how you cast this film. It's got got quite a ethnic diversity in it um, and tell me a little bit about uh, the lead actor and, and actress in this uh, film. Sure uh, the lead actress in the film uh, her name is Joe May uh, and she's an actress I've worked with uh, on several of my short films uh, she used to be based in New York with me um, and she's also co-story writer of the picture of you mm-hmm. Joe is just you know just my favorite partner uh, to work with um, she is a Juilliard-trained actress, uh, and she's just immensely talented and has just this terrific uh, sort of sense of um, character and story. So uh, I wrote this film, uh, you know, with her and um, for her, since we knew she would be in this role. So she was obviously pre-cast uh, in that way. Um, Andy Pang, uh, who plays her brother, is someone I've been a fan with, fan of for a while now. Um, I had first seen him in that Mark Wahlberg, Chow Yun-Fat film, The Corrupter, from I think like the 90s. He plays like this really difficult cop, uh, Chinatown cop in New York City. Uh, And that had always stuck in my mind. And then our paths crossed uh, several years later. Uh, And so uh, when it came time to find the person who would play Kyle, he was definitely, you know, someone I I called very quickly. Yeah, he's also, I mean, he's he's got an impressive uh, resume, uh, The Blacklist. Uh, these mm-hmm. TV, uh, all, all, a lot of TV work. Mm-hmm. Good Wife, Elementary, and of course, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is genius. So that's great. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so uh, casting. So you casting the film was obviously very important. And by the way, I want to point out, even though there's not a lot of screen time um, for mom, for mother in this, uh, Jody Long is always terrific in everything she does. I, I, want, I, just, I just wanted to point her out. Because um, she uh, just she's just a terrific actress, and uh, it's great to see her in anything. So um, uh, she's, 
she's fantastic. Yeah, that was one. That was uh, when we uh, when Jody, you know, read the script and you know agreed to come on board. That was like hitting the lottery that day. I mean, uh, yeah, we were we were so thankful that she came on board. Um, yeah, she was perfect. And the, and the rest of the cast. Just while we're at it, uh, Mika was played by uh, Tiona Paris, and mm -hmm. uh, Doug is played by Lucas uh, Dixon. Again, everybody in the cast, uh, this is one of the things I really admire. It's sometimes difficult in indie films to uh, smaller films to find people that are willing to uh, stay in the range that's appropriate for their character. I think sometimes you get people who are uh, looking to try and make their, a name for themselves and overplay their parts at times, and that's certainly not the case here. I thought everybody was really right in the same zone uh, in in terms of the cast, uh, or the rest of the cast, and uh, I th and I and that's I think a tribute to you as a director as well that that, that you found them a place where they 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 gave a great performance in a very in the in the right spot, if you will. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm so exceedingly uh, grateful that we got the people that we did. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know that's the director's job, right? I just need to hire. Yeah, I just need to find the best people possible, and they. Uh, elevated, uh, you know, the story even beyond what I thought uh, could happen. So, yes, I'm very grateful. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, the, the film, uh, by the way, again, remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, J.P. Chan. The film is A Picture of You. It's opening uh, this week at, uh, actually, it's opened at the uh, Lemley Playhouse in Pasadena. Uh, J.P. will be there tonight. At, well, actually, well, to, let's just say tonight at the seven, seven o'clock or seven thirty screening. Seven twenty. Seven twenty screening for that, and it'll be a Q and A after the film. Mm -hmm. um, and now um, financing. Uh, this is your first feature film. I know you've done some shorts. Tell me a little bit about how you went about getting some money uh, to make this happen. Uh, sure. I think the financing is probably pretty typical for a lot of, you know, American independent micro-budget films. Uh, we had a small group of, you know, investors uh, who were willing to kick in some uh, some money, uh, and uh, that got us through the shoot itself. But as soon as we wrapped, we had to start thinking about a Kickstarter campaign that would help fund our um, uh, post-production and a little bit for what we eventually realized would be self-distribution. Mm -hmm. So um, it was good. We were, you know... Uh, that was our plan. Um, the Kickstarter is, you know, pretty standard now. Everyone does the Kickstarter. Um, we did ours in the fall of 2012, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it's it's challenging, but uh, we are so lucky that Kickstarter even exists. You know, that this kind of crowdfunding mechanism even, you know, is out there for indie filmmakers. Um, so yeah. now I've been hearing lately that you know it's it's because there are a lot of people realizing how important Kickstarter is. It's getting a little more difficult, and then increasingly you almost need a full time person on Kickstarter now to to really manage. Did you find that to be the case? Did oh yeah, I mean Kickstarter is is wonderful, but it's a lot of work. I mean crowdfunding. You know, yeah. uh, ours was a thirty day campaign. We were seeking to raise thirty thousand dollars. You know, it's a it's a month long begathon, really, <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's hard. I mean, no, most people, you know, they want to make their movie. They don't want to, you know, yeah. go out there and have to, you know, shake down everybody you know and then everyone they know for some a little cash for your movie. It's, <laughs> it's got to be. Uh, I mean, have not got through it, but uh, it's got to be just a really humbling um, experience. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this uh, indie indie 
this whole process has been the most humbling thing I've ever done. It's I, I, frankly, it's also the best thing I've ever done in in my life. But it's the most humbling thing. I mean, every everything I thought about myself, like making the film, you know, getting it out there to the world, everything like takes has taken me down like several notches. I, I'm like less <laughs> less smart than I thought I was. I'm less charming. You know, I'm less hard. You know, less of a worker than I thought I was. Just every little, every bit of it um, has been humbling. Um, but on the other hand, the great thing about the film to me, or the process of making of my, you know, my first feature, is that I, uh, I, uh, you know, this sounds kind of maybe out there, but I just feel so much more uh, in touch with the rest of like the world and humanity and everything that's kind of come before us because I realized. You know, just like making a feature film, you know, it was just like some idea I had to do this film, and now it actually exists and it's out there, and people, you know, see it, and you yeah. know, they hopefully they like it, and it, it's now a real thing. But it came from like nothing, you know, and it just made me, you know, now I look around at, you know, the sidewalk, the cars, you know, planes flying overhead, you know, doctors, you know, <laughs> you know, bubble tea, and I go, wow, this exists because people, you know, created these things. And it's kind of amazing. Um, so I, I feel, you know, I know it's kind of out there, but it's... No, no, not... A, I, I, that's probably... The, that is one of the best answers I've ever gotten for a question oh, like really? that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, look, I, I've interviewed a lot of people, uh, filmmakers over the years, and to me, the fact that a film exists that someone created that had the foresight to move forward, gather together a bunch of people, mostly strangers, and embark on this endeavor, and to get it to a point where the world can look at it is an amazing enterprise. It, it really is. I mean, you're in the middle of it. It may be hard to see sometimes just how mm -hmm. remarkable that is, but not to me. Uh, I, I mean, I have some idea of how difficult it is, and... And then to do something of quality on top of that, oh my God! I mean, that is that's not an easy, that's not an easy thing to do. And uh, I yeah. think, that you, I mean, you're right. You created something out of nothing. You had you and Joy had an idea. You mm. put it on paper, and and now the world gets to check it out. And that is, it's uh yeah. I mean, and you know, and we're just making a little indie movie here too. You know, other people, you know, figured out how to fly. Uh, yeah, in exactly. You know, and how to you know cut into someone's body and like replace organs. You know, like you know, yeah. this stuff. You know, it's 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 amazing. It, it really has made me, I think, a fuller person and more fully appreciative of all all that you know that has come before us. You know, and the shoulders that we stand on of people will whose names we'll never know, but that you know. Well, well, JP, I applaud you for your answer and for and for your perspective on all of it. Actually, that that's that you're absolutely right. I, I just couldn't agree with you more. Well, um, how, what was how many days was your shoot? How many how many did you have? Our day, uh, our shoot uh, was in uh, summer of 2012, uh, and it was 18 days in eastern Pennsylvania in those towns that you see, and then the house that you see in the film, and then one uh, day in New York City. Wow! So you did it under 20 days shooting yeah wow yeah. well that beats i mean i think you might have the record I, I usually they come in at around 23 25 days maybe once in a while a 30 day shoot for an indie uh, but that but that that's pretty cool that's pretty pretty good you have a lot of setups too i was going to mention this earlier the film has got a lot of there's a lot of moving parts here you've got uh, a lot yeah. of locations so uh my hat's off to you my hat's Thank off you. yeah definitely <laughs> I mean, my 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 uh, philosophy, even with the the 
the shorts that I've done has always been, you know, it's low budget or no budget, but it shouldn't have to look that way. Uh, and you should still be ambitious. You shouldn't use the lack of resources or means to, um, you know, still, you know, not not try to push it. Uh, so, yeah, we knew we would have, you know, we didn't have much money to do this movie, but I really needed an, this. Uh, we really wanted to do this night sequence, which you know from the movie, um, mm-hmm. you know, which normally you don't, if you don't have money, you don't want to do stuff at night because it costs money to light the place. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but yeah, it's but- it's a funny and yeah, this is the thing. I'm, again, I'm going to say this about uh, a picture of you. You know, even things that appear to be what they are. I mean, a, as you're watching them, you're thinking one thing. Even even that scene plays out very differently at the end of the film. Even you know the the the. the uh, the people in that scene, uh, in, the, in the night scene, it plays out very differently at the end of the film. I, I, I mean, I, I just came away with a, you know, a, a very touching, very touching uh, conclusion to the film as well. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it, it really does cover all the bases. You've done a, a fantastic job here, and um, my hat's off to you again. I, let's just say uh, a picture of you, wonderful film. Now, have you got something, that was a couple years ago. JP, are we in? Are we in the middle of something new now, or are you? Uh... Yeah, I'm uh, working, um, developing a new feature. Uh, I, with luck, will shoot it next year. Uh, it will be another collaboration with Joe May, uh, and it'll be very different. Okay. Um, so that's that's as much as I know because I'm still, you know, sort of developing it. But um, yeah, with luck, we'll shoot next year. Well, okay. I want to let our listeners know again. You can go to apoyfilm.com. That is a picture of you, just to, uh, and um, and uh, check that out. There's uh, all kind of information about the screenings, and you can look at some of the reviews that were uh, that that have been uh, written up for the film, and uh, and it'll give you an idea. VOD in October. Yeah, it looks like the film uh, is hopefully going to continue to roll out across the country. I know it's going to New York and other places after L.A. Um, all the best to you, and uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yes, all all the best. So if, uh, hopefully uh, the next uh, J.P. Chan uh, production, you'll be able to find some time to stop back uh, and talk to us here at Film School. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank all you for right. having me. Yeah, you take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.